What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing on a Friday? Today is what's today? Uh oh, uh oh boy. Uh, it's the 13th, Friday the 13th. Well, if you're superstitious out there, do you even bet today? Do you have any games out there? Do you just wear your lucky socks and hope that counteracts that today's the 13th? I don't know. I've got a lot of action today, so hopefully that doesn't mean anything. Or hopefully it's good luck. You know, who's why, why, like? Why is it supposed to be a bad thing? Actually, there's probably some history there. Anyway, we're not going that direction on today's show. We're wrapping the week up on a positive note. Hopefully everyone out there has had a nice week so far. Looking forward to a good weekend. Uh, on today's show, and, and look, Fridays recently, the last couple of weeks, we've just been giving soccer picks out on Friday, on uh, Fridays, mainly for Saturday morning, you know, the Premier League. Uh, the Premier League's wrapping up. They only have one or two games left, so that's not going to continue for that much longer. We still may have an occasional pick on Friday. We actually do have one pick for tomorrow uh, in, in the FA Cup that we'll wrap things up with. But uh, don't get so used to the Friday picks. We'll still get you with the Saturday morning's quick picks, Sunday's quick picks. But uh, today's show, a little bit different. We will uh, take his, take some time and uh, look at Twitter. We're going to laugh at Twitter a little bit, right? It's been a while since we've gone to Twitter and uh, laughed at some Twitter, some tweets. So we'll do that on today's show. Uh, we're going to go over a couple of handicapping things I've seen for some uh, hockey series. And like I said, we will wrap things up by giving a pick out for the FA Cup tomorrow. Want to thank Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is the best place to make player props. If anyone out there listening makes player prop bets, uh, you need to be signed up with Thrive Fantasy. The reason is you can make more money back betting the same player prop parlays you'd bet anywhere else. Uh, the reason is they have a fixed payout system. Okay, So if you bet player prop parlays, try saying that 10 times fast, player prop parlays, uh, if you bet player prop parlays with Thrive Fantasy, almost consistently, you're going to get a much better payout on these uh, on these parlays. So again, it's because they have a fixed odds payout. It's very, very beneficial for us as sports better. So go check them out today. Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD. That promo code is going to get you a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's Thrive Fantasy online or download the app. Put in promo code SBD for a 100% deposit match. All right, let's get to it. Uh, last at Twitter. Here's the thing with all of these new quote-unquote professionals, specialists, whatever you want to call them on Twitter, giving picks out. Uh, they're not real professionals. Okay, They're not going to hit a winning percentage over their lifetime. Therefore, it's actually a losing proposition every time you bet with one of these people. And the trend has recently been, you know, these sports books are just hiring very attractive women to give <laughs> to give picks and I'm on whatever it is tonight, right? And they get a lot of followers, of course, naturally, you know, and then these these people who end up following them maybe give the sports books who they're promoting business, and that's how this all works. Most of these people giving out these picks online who I scoff at actually work for sports books. And the one kind of, look, I'm not trying to pick on any one individual. I do have a tweet. I'm going to use that as an example today. I'm not picking on this person. I've never met this person. I really don't have anything bad to say about her in general, but it's just what she stands for kind of in this whole new turn of the industry. Uh, her name is Taylor Mathis. Her uh, handle is at tmathsports. And she is, according to her bio, a reporter a host reporter content for at Superbook Sports and then a host for Osimo.com. Uh, Superbook Sports is a, is the sports book that she's often, often uh, giving uh, picks out for and promoting. Just last night, she gave out a prop, Joel Embiid, under 11 and a half rebounds. 
uh, which did not win, by the way. And she promoted Superbook Sports with that pick. So just before we get going on into anything else, just think about it for a sec. It doesn't take a genius to realize that if a sports book hired someone to give picks out and that person actually gave winning picks out, that sports book would cease to exist. Sports betting is a zero-sum game. Either they win our money or we win their money. There is no middle. There is no alternate. It is a zero-sum proposition. And if we win enough from any given sports book, that sports book will go out of business. This has happened a dozen times in my career where I've seen sports books go belly up because they get beat too often. It happens a lot. That's why you need the backing of a ton, a ton of money, a lot of capital. You know, BetMGM, DraftKings, these kind of sports books have a lot of money for a reason. They need it. They need to deal with the ebbs and flows. And if they get too many winning sports bettors at their casino or their sports book, they'll go belly up. Okay, that's why sports books are quick to kick out professionals. Professionals win. Sports books don't like that. I'm sure Superbook Sports has kicked out its own fair share of winning sports bettors, okay? So if you just say it out loud and think about it, a sports book hiring someone to give picks out, right, is like McDonald's hiring a nutritionist to educate everyone coming through the drive-thru on what they're eating. Eventually, if you hire that person and they do a good job at their job, your business will go away. If, if Burger King or McDonald's hires someone in the drive-thru, to say, hey, now, just so you know, uh, you just ordered a meal with this many calories, this many grams of sugar, people probably wouldn't eat there. Well, if you hire someone to, to, to tell us how to bet, aka how to beat the sports book, well, the sports book's going to run out of money eventually. It doesn't make sense. It's completely opposite of what they're going for. They want to take our money. So hiring some young, attractive, blonde girl to give picks out, it should be transparent to everybody out there what's going on. But apparently it's not, because you see, when she'll post a pick, you get everyone say, oh, I'm tailing, I'm tailing, not a big deal, let's go, We're, right? And then uh, I'm scrolling down the, this person, Taylor Mathis's uh, page here, and just so you know, and this is, the, this is why we scoff at, at, at people like this and things like this, right? This isn't a Taylor Mathis issue. I'm sure she's a very nice person. I'm sure she's a very nice girl. You know, I'm sure, and here's the, the shitty part. She probably got hired to do a job that's impossible to do. Either she does a great job and gets out winning picks and gets fired, or people like me laugh at her because it's, it's a joke of what they're asking her to do. But, you know, Superbook Sports probably approached her, you know, offered her a, a, a salary and... It's exciting. You know, she probably went and told her friends and parents, this is so cool. I'm getting into this industry, right? So it's like, I don't want to rip on these people. They're, they're accomplishing something. They're, they're living out a, a dream potentially to some degree. You know, they're probably good people. You know, my, my point is not to come on here and shit on anybody. You know, my point is to speak the truth and to have my listeners understand the, the reality of how hard it is to win in this industry and what's really going on behind the scenes and, and how funny things like this are. You know, but again, I'm sure she's a very nice person. That's not my point of any of this. My point is Superbook Sports approached her and hired her to do this job that not just Superbook Sports and her, everyone seems to be doing these days and it's not sustainable. This is not a good model. Now, they're, they're probably getting a lot of customers. They're probably getting a lot of, of, of website traffic, right? It's probably working in that fashion, but at us, 
as sports bettors, as consumers, we have to be smarter than to get online and say, oh, wow, look, oh, let's tail this, let's tail this. Be very careful who you're tailing, who you're getting picks from. And again, my point, what I was getting to is the reason why I scoff at certain things like this is a girl like this giving picks out, you know, a girl or guy, it's not the gender, by the way. Let's make that very, very clear. Uh, but her giving picks out, you know, the reason why she gave out Joel Embiid under 11 and a half, well, apparently he was going in and playing injured. And as we've said before, if you're betting on a piece of information that's so publicly available and everyone knows, hey, Joel and Bean's banged up, it's like, oh, really? Betting something that feeds into that narrative, like betting the under, is usually not the right move. That's what everyone wants to do. And as we've said before on this show, that's almost always accounted for in the line. So if, if you're betting Joel Embiid under 11 and a half rebounds because he's hurt, that's not profitable because you're betting information that we can assume is already baked into the line. And if the information's in the line, that information is not bettable. Okay. So I'm not going to get going too much on that point of view or that topic. That's for another day. But that's my point here. You get this, these horrible picks with obviously horrible information it's based on being put out there. And a lot of people are just jumping on it. Uh, and actually what kind of stood out about this person's t uh, Twitter account was, uh, just a few days ago, she was saying how she's been so bad lately. And, uh, you know, here she goes. 5-11 and 11 over my last 16 picks. Fade me, I swear. And then in another tweet, she says, why are all my bets losing lately? And I mean, a little piece of advice for anyone out there. If you're a winning sports better, you're going to have plenty of 5-11 and 11 streaks. It's not that crazy. 5-11 <laughs> and 11 over 16 games, that's going to happen. Now, we're also going to have a lot of 11-5 and five runs. But that's you don't start freaking out. Once you go five and eleven, you don't start throwing a temper tantrum on Twitter. Once you start going five and eleven, that's me again. Having been in this industry now for five and for over five years, having seen what winning sports betters look like, what losing sports betters look like, and how hard it is really to win, that's why I laugh at this stuff. Is it's so transparent, it's so stupid. You know, if you're if you're giving any sense of legitimacy to any of this. That's why, you know, we wanted to talk about it is just shed a little light on what's going on on Twitter and all these professionals. Isn't, isn't it amazing how many professional sports bettors are on Twitter? <laughs> it's, oh, my God. I mean, I mean, really, I didn't think that many sports bettors existed in the world, much less now all these people giving free picks out on Twitter. It's hysterical. But wanted to talk about that. You know, it was an interesting topic, something I had to bring up and something that we should all understand kind of what's going on behind the scenes. It's not winning information by any means. Uh, if you do want winning information or you do want to start things off on a better note, start betting VIG free. And you can start betting VIG free by signing up at betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. Get rid of the VIG. Get rid of the minus 110. Anyone, including my dog or this person who we just talked about on Twitter, can actually be a break-even sports better over the long run because that's what no VIG does. You get rid of the house edge. So check them out today, betteredge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free 20 bucks and see how you like betting VIG free. That's betteredge.com, promo code SBD. All right, let's do a quick little handicapping session with some NHL series and talk about home ice advantage. Home ice advantage is intrinsically by itself one of the weakest home advantages in all of sports, right? When you play in the NBA, it's tough to travel, go on the road, play in that loud atmosphere, loud environment, a backdrop behind the basket that you're not necessarily used to, right? It's, it's hard to go on the road and win in the NBA. It's hard to go on the road and win in the NFL, right? You have to adjust the way you call your offense when you go on the road. The game changes. Well, that's not necessarily the case in hockey. One of the biggest and really the only things that change 
is the fact that the home coach gets the last uh, shift. Okay, he get the, the home coach gets to dictate the matchups. The away team has to put their uh, their guys on the ice, and then once their guys are on the ice, the home team sees who's on the ice, and they they put the matchup out there. Well, we see this play out in prominent home ice series where there is a clear and distinctive reason why home teams are doing better at home. Now, if you look right now in the NHL playoffs, across the board, we don't see too many teams or, or a series where it's so dominated at home, right? The Avs swept. The Blues had no problem going and winning on the road uh, in uh, Minnesota. You know, the Oilers and Kings have both won a road game this series. If not, I think two road games. So, you know, you don't see it every series. But where it does show up, there's often a reason for why it's happening. Let's talk first about Carolina and Boston. Okay, the home team has won every game this series. And the reason is, is fairly obvious in my mind. When they play in Carolina, and Rod Brindamore, Carolina's coach, can put Jordan Stahl on the ice to shut down Patrice Bergeron and that great line for Boston that's worked, right? Because the, the secondary scoring really sputters when those first guys don't get going. They can't rely on the second and third lines in Boston, especially on the road. So there's been a big advantage in Carolina with those matchups. They go back to Boston. It's not necessarily actually that Charlie McAvoy could be on the ice or they can get Marshawn on the ice or anything like that. They, it's just that then it becomes a normal hockey game when they're in Boston. It's when they're in Carolina where things seem to be so skewed towards that matchup for the Hurricanes. Okay, so that's why I do like the Hurricanes for the series. I think minus 140, which what they, you know, that's been the price so far this series for Carolina, that should go up. It should close minus 150, minus 160 in this game for that reason. We're now noticing a change in something we didn't maybe expect before that's certainly playing out very strongly every game in this series. And uh, it's also happening in the uh, New York-Pittsburgh series. Okay, now the Penguins did win the first game on the road. Uh, but besides that, we've seen home ice matter. And same thing, you know, when the Rangers can dictate those defensive matchups, the Rangers can really hold hold Pittsburgh back from what they do well. I mean, Pittsburgh likes skating. They like the open ice. They play very well in the playoffs. It's not like they can't adapt and play a more physical style of hockey, but they do well when they're at home. They can dictate those matchups and, and really skate and open up the ice. In the couple of games where, uh, in the last two games where the Rangers have been at home, the Pittsburgh Penguins have scored two and three goals, okay? Uh, really limiting what, what, what the Pens do. Well, when they go back to Pittsburgh, they've scored seven their last two games. Okay, so it's a clear difference. I mean, look, in New York, score two. In Pittsburgh, score seven. In Pittsburgh, score seven. Last night in New York, or on a Wednesday in New York, they scored three. So this is obvious. This is clear to me, right? So now that we got Pittsburgh coming back home and they're only plus 100, plus 105, it may seem like, okay, let's bet Pittsburgh this game. Different discussion for a different day, but Sidney Crosby's injury puts a huge kind of dent in that angle because we don't know how much of this line is necessarily a Sidney Crosby injury, Sidney Crosby question mark. He, we still don't know if he's going to play tonight. And uh, that game is tonight, right? Yeah, that game's tonight. So uh, there are question marks. And I'm not going to give a pick out there like I did for the uh, Carolina game where I do like Carolina just because Sidney Crosby is injured. But I wanted to bring that out because from a handicapping point of view, you know, and I think we're going to start doing a little more handicapping on this show. But from a handicapping point of view, that's not obvious all the time, right? We, we want to say, oh, home ice means 20%, right? Kind of like in football. It's like, oh, home, home field, it's three points, 
Really? Every game? Every, every game is three points? Thursday night compared to Monday night? Seattle compared to New Orleans? I mean, doesn't that change? Right? So it's the same thing in hockey. It's like, oh, they're on the road. We do this. Well, not really. You have to see the matchups. You have to see what these coaches have up their sleeves. Sometimes you can't tell until game three, four of a series what, the, what, what it's going to look like. Okay, so that's a very important note when you're handicapping these home field, home ice, home court situations. It's not always just that they're traveling to a different place. All right, before we get out of here today, we do have one pick to wrap the show up with. This pick is for the FA Cup tomorrow, the FA Cup final, Liverpool and Chelsea. We will take Liverpool. Uh, This is phrased differently on different websites. It's either uh, to win the FA Cup, to lift the trophy, Whatever it may be, get to qualify. Except I don't think it'd be to qualify because it's the final. But either way, that's the point: is you're taking Liverpool to lift the trophy, to win the FA Cup. Current price minus one seventy-five. I know it's getting a little up there for some of you, but it's definitely value in my mind. I think it should be closer to about two hundred for Liverpool, and I do see it closing closer to there. So Liverpool Reds minus one seventy-five to win the FA Cup tomorrow. All right, that does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck, whatever you have going on today. Who cares whether it's the 13th, Friday the 13th. Go get some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.